0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the FPL Hangover podcast where we raised a bar and lowered the tone all things FPL related somewhat of a return to normality this week folks as we see the game week last only a mere three days and you can say what you want about the winter break but I'll tell you what I have a newfound appreciation for the traditional three day game week it's not all said and done quite yet though we still have the Liverpool versus West Ham match to wrap up but that shouldn't take too long to finish and speaking of not taking too long to finish my podcast partner in crime Seamus how are you getting on my friend I'm alright I'm not too bad I decided to draw attention to your fantastic marathon training straight away oh yeah yeah mm. I
1: do finish quite quickly in, in those kind of things yeah this is the game week that's putting the F in FPL <laughs> <laughs> That's a, sh- a, good a,
0: bit of a How have I not seen that before? From the F and <laughs> FPL. That is a fucking t-shirt for you right there. Yeah, uh, yeah it's a bit of a, a bit of a shitter, as you just said uh, for yourself. I'm not too disappointed. And to be honest with you, we were a lot worse off 20 minutes ago, as I alluded to in the intro. The Liverpool West Ham match is ongoing, but it's currently three two to Liverpool, and we've seen a Trent Alexander Arnold assist and a Salah captain goal for both our teams. Mm. So point score. Uh, is looking a lot healthier than it was as I
1: said as yeah I was on 16 points from 8 players before this game week, which is kind of as bleak as it gets 2 points per player oh, average yeah. now every week Liverpool are the team that pulls me out of it but yeah 0 attacking like returns apart from Jimenez I even had a 0 a blank from Aguero couple of ones in there for good measure, triori benched, things like that, and uh, not going well at all. But I think it's kind of the same for a lot of people. Some people are doing quite well.
0: Yeah, and I mean, it's as you said, it is the same for a lot of people. We were looking at the, like, I'm having, as I said, I feel like a great week, but that's partially down to you being so miserable. It's like, oh, okay, well, I'm actually doing twice as good as he mm-hmm. is, so I'll take that. But uh, looking at the overall average, like,
1: currently it's 30-ish. It was 27 before kickoff here tonight so what were you on I was going on this 30 game? you were on 30 so yeah. you are above the average I was you know well behind the average but at the end of the day it was only 11 points let's see what way the average levels out after this but yeah. I'm probably going to still come in under the average because a lot of people are going to have Salah as captaincy and ownership is going to be huge and a lot of people are going to have um, Robertson who got an assist Trent who got two assists um, Mane who scored third goal just there before we started recording but a wipeout
0: for the Liverpool double clean sheet this week for you Seamus and not just you a lot of fantasy managers are hopping on the the double Liverpool clean uh, defenders at the moment you know primarily down to what is it like 11 clean or 10 clean sheets in 11 matches or something like
1: that yeah but if you had Trent and Robbo you've got attack and returns so that's the whole thing about them they're like basically wingers so you're probably going eh? I'll take like what? Trent is I don't know what the bonus are like now, but two assists, Trent could be on for three bonus, he could be on nine, eight, nine, ten points. Robertson was on for a couple of bonus at some stage. I don't know if he's just gonna go back down to four or if he'll be on five or six bonus, but
0: But it's it's the potential that they can deliver that every week. Yeah, and, and the game's not that.
1: over. We actually don't know the score right now. They could have scored by now or not <laughs> a second forward. assist. But Trent has been watching that game, Trent could have had, you know, a couple of goals and Another couple of assists on top of that. Oh, yeah. Big time. Yeah, he's, he's, he's on fire.
0: But uh, I'm looking forward to being able to announce uh, the final score because it's rare enough that we'd record a pod before the game week is entirely finished. But it's only about 15 minutes before the end. So yeah.
1: thank you livefpl.net. We can do livefpl.net uh, to t- update the, the ranks and we can... Uh See the We can finally actually see who's top of the FPL Hangover Podcast Mini League, which yes. we couldn't check last week because we still had that Man City game to go midweek.
0: Nicely said, Seamus. You didn't stumble over that. Fair play to you. But uh, yeah, looking to what has gone on before tonight, Seamus, like, looking at any high points you might have this week,
1: anything striking you? It was looking like there was going to be zero high points uh, before today's games anyway, but I had to think of it. Earlier on today, I was like, what would be my high point this week? And I was really struggling to find <laughs> any. The closest that came was yesterday when I was close to my natter. Yes, I said natter. Um, basically, I was convinced you had Aubameyang still in your team. And when he, I saw he got the second goal, I was, God fucking damn it, no. Yeah. Cause, and the other He's worst right thing about this ass. is I could have easily had Aubameyang in my wildcard team, but I went with Aguero instead of him. And who was to have guessed that in the three games I'd own Aguero he'd get four points starting all of these games which you were pretty convinced he wasn't going to start both games very convinced yes. um, but he missed the penalty so that went to zero um,
0: I have to like just cut you off there and assume that's the low point because I mean is there much lower that's probably that's probably my low point that's yeah. probably
1: my low point my high point would be then um, assuming that you had Aubameyang and then looking at your score to see what it was. I mean, was well, how come we score isn't higher Picked on your team and realised that you had got rid of a Yes. Um so yes, that have. was and it was wasn't a high point as I was watching him going, ha he's missing out on these goals. It was because I was sure you had him, and then to go, Oh my god, I've got away with it. Yeah, yeah. That is a, a nice twist on it,
0: that kind of feeling of relief as opposed already, a di- It's a
1: different feeling than watching it and laughing as the goals go in, go, Ah, Ger, you scumbag. Mm. When you're actually watching it kind of going like my head was bowed, I was like, Oh no. I'm never going to hear the end of this. Yeah, yeah. And then to go, oh. I've actually got some material. I'm not. I like. I'm in no position to throw shade at anyone, so I'm gonna just keep dumb. But that was probably my high point if I had to pick one. Yeah.
0: And I can't give you too much stick for it because I was in a similar situation that day when, uh, or maybe it was. It was actually the Saturday when Traore didn't start, and you had Steven sitting on your bench with a clean sheet. Yeah. So I, obviously I'm sitting there, and it's 75 minutes, and going, you have to give Traore a <laughs> run out. Surely he's surely going to start midweek. Uh, I mean, don't
1: give Traore a Run, you gave Traore yeah. a sprint. Yeah. That's all he can do. You, that's sprint. all he can do. Well, I uh, I was watching that game and I was like, I knew he was going to come on, so it wasn't really a low point to see him come on. I was like, he's definitely going to come on. I was just hope I wasn't watching the game. I was watching the United game, and I was just hoping for injuries. I was like, maybe if they get injuries in the back, yeah. they might have to bring somebody else on and focus yeah. on defending. Yeah, yeah, but it didn't happen. Yes, and like,
0: how has that left you feeling in regards to the Traore him and his double up? I mean, do you think his position is now under threat with Doherty and the fact that they're kind of playing at 3-5-2 again? Uh,
1: yeah, I don't know exactly. Jota is kind of coming back into the team now, seems to be making a big difference. I haven't actually analysed the average position. Did they play 3-5-2 they did, on yeah. Sunday? Yeah, I, That's the one game I haven't seen this weekend. Obviously, they won 3-0. Um, yeah, if they're going back to playing 3-5-2 and Doherty's going to be taking that kind of wing-back position... Uh, then yeah, it's danger. You well, know, I think it's fair to say it's under that. threat anyway. It's definitely. under threat,
0: not just for Doherty owners uh, or for Traore owners, but also anyone looking at Daheerty. I think the two of them. You know, I don't know what way is he is he comfortable with playing Treore at that position? Is it still kind of him getting back from that injury he kind of suffered a couple of weeks ago, or are they just kind of giving him time? I'm not sure either. Well, still
1: with the three, if they went back to the three four three, they've got uh, obviously Jimenez is the focal point. Yeah. But then they've got Neto. Pudence, 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 whatever. Traore and Jota. Four players for two positions. So maybe we've just seen that Traore's been rested because he's had that sh- shoulder injury and yeah. just trying to save him for Europa League, although they're 4 0 up in the Europa League. So I think they're maybe just trying to allow him to recover that. But, you know. You don't Nuno, seem too worried. No, no. Well, uh, well, I can't do anything about it this week because it's a blank game week 28 coming up. Yep. You know, the deadline is this Friday, folks. Make sure you don't miss it. Uh, we've got Norwich versus Leicester. But. It's a blank game week. There's uh, four teams not playing. Arsenal, City, Sheffield United and someone shit? Who? Uh, Aston Villa? Aston Villa. Yeah. (laughs) Someone really shit. Sorry. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I've already got like two City players, uh, De Bruyne and Aguero. I have Jack Grealish not playing. Um, My keeper's not playing but I have uh, McCarthy in goals who can come in for him and I have Egan. So, I'm going to have to sell at least one of those but with the caveat that Hayden... Hasn't played Didn't play the last game Didn't start the last two So I may have to get Two transfers So I'm kind of waiting At the moment And I'm going to have to get Probably two of those guys out It's probably looking like Jack Grealish And either What's his face Egan mm-hmm. Possibly For someone like Bali or Sice um, Or Should I get can get after rid of the Sheffield United double Uh Just because I'm going to It's a way I can It's an easy move For me to make um, There's an easy switch there To Wolves I could possibly take You know What's their names Uh Spurs have no strikers at the moment. Yeah, uh, Wolves have kept three clean sheets back to back since Bolly's come back. They look much stronger. I'd like to get on Bolly, and I can for uh, Egan in a straight swap. And I could go from, you know, talking about my potential transfers. I could go from some like Jack Grealish to Harry Barnes, for example, yeah. for Leicester. Uh, I could do that. I don't really want to take a hit, so I think I'll just keep Traore, because I know he'll get some minutes anyway. You will. And I mean, he could come off the bench. He could probably start, I think, this next game, but he could come off the bench, and if he does come off the bench, he could score big, so...
0: You'll have to keep a weather eye on the Europa League this week, because I reckon if he starts that, maybe not so much at the weekend, but true. either way. Getting back to a man that we mentioned there at the top, and that's Aubameyang. Yes, I did get rid of him this week. Uh, I actually don't feel too bad about it. Got in him in his... Primarily because of the blank, the only issue was Vardy or Aubameyang all week. And I was kind of thinking, fuck, I was just focused on that. Mm. Looking at it now with a bit of Captain Hindsight there... Maybe Lundstrom to a Wolves defender, which is something I'm also considering for this week, would have been the move to make and then worry about my forwards next week. But fuck it, it's always 2020. Or what did we say at the start when we started recording? I said it's always 50 50. 50 An old Seamusism there for you. Oh, Seamus quote. But uh, yeah, so I actually wasn't too sickened because Jimenez did get on the score sheet. And I am very happy to have him and my team and not worry about. Aubameyang now on his, on his run of form. Actually, I'll give you one. I'll give you the shame. this, is You can take this home with you. My low point for the week. And this is one of the thickest things I've done in FPL in a long time. I got rid of Aubameyang on Friday night without checking the fucking price rises and fallers. <laughs> I would have made 0.1 if I got rid of him on Saturday morning. Whatever way, I just wasn't looking. I was too focused on, is this the right decision? Not... Just the little things like that The minutia of making a transfer And uh, yeah He went up to 10.9 or something on Saturday morning I had him at 10.7 so I would have met him. I made a point one if I just waited a couple of hours. I wasn't even fucking hungover. I was up in time for it.
1: Are you more sickened about losing out on what did he end up getting? Thirteen points. No, that's Are you what I'm miss, saying. More sickened love... about losing the eight points difference between him and him and Jimenez. No, or because the
0: point one. The loss? peace of mind, Seamus. The peace of mind is almost priceless sometimes in FPL. Like you I made a mistake and get rid of him this week. But if he, if I kept him and he'd scored two goals, then I'm looking at. Do I hold on to him through the blank? Do you get me? Yeah. Do I wait for their fixtures? Because after the blank, they have such a nice run of fixtures. West Ham at home, Brighton away, Southampton away, and Norwich at home, just in the next four after the blank. So the likelihood of me leaving an 11 million option on my bench,
1: hmm. just... Well, I totally understand that chain of thought because um, I spoke to a few people in the build-up to game week 26, and that was another que- that was the same question you were asking. They were kind of going. Would you get rid of you know Jimenez? Or so? Would you get rid of a uh, Vardy or a yeah. if you both Um, to try and get in Jimenez? Obviously, Jimenez was playing Norwich this week, and everyone wanted him. And it was, you know, he scored. Um, he got booked, so it affected his bonus. He may not have got any anyway because Doherty got a clean sheet and an assist, and Sice got an assist and a clean sheet. So you, you mentioned
0: that you didn't see the game. I watched the highlights. There actually caught it twice uh, over the weekend, and. Man like It's one of those games Where on another day He gets two goals Do you know Uh, No Jimenez Do you know Like, I mean his goal itself Was fortunate Because it was a Jota shot That hit the post And went straight to Jimenez For a tap in A question I actually Almost had for you this week Is that an assist I know it's an FPL assist But
1: Outside of FPL Is that an assist Well let me Reposition Repackage that question And fire it back at you Yeah If you were watching Basketball and somebody laid it up off the backboard <laughs> in a, what you call that? An uh, alley-oop?
0: Yeah, well. No, an alley-oop is not using a the backboard. backwards jump,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, But if somebody just throws it off the backboard for yeah, somebody tease to come it up for you. Tees it up and smash smashes it in the dunk. Is that an assist? Very I much say so, because yes. you're aiming for the, but Jada wasn't aiming for the backboard. He's aiming Did to score. You, and you don't hit the know that man's intentions. He was on fire that day. He was like, maybe I'm so good, I won't actually score, but I trick the keeper off the post. If you take a shot in basketball and it hits the rim and the other person slaps it in, is that an assist? Yeah, it's called
0: a rim job. A rim job? Oh
1: yes, you're right. I, I don't
0: know why I started the basketball analogies. Here, yeah, I don't
1: know the rules for basketball.
0: Well, I'm all. glad you know the technical sports terms. I'll tell you that much. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know all about rim jobs. <laughs> Getting off uh, rim jobs in basketball. Back to Aubameyang. Uh He yeah, he banged in two goals this week. Got a 13 points delivery for all his FPL managers out there. Are you looking at him as an option, Seamus? After the blank.
1: Yeah, really nice games coming up after the blank. You've got West Ham at home. We know how bad West Ham are defensively. Uh, Brighton away, Southampton away, Norwich at home. I mean, my plan was to go for uh, Jamie Vardy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he also has got really nice fixtures. But, you know, Southampton have nice fixtures. And Wolves have nice fixtures after that as well. So I think I'm just going to stick with them I, This kind of chopping and changing with my strikers is not working. Um, well, I think you're...
0: Maybe at the moment you're still being a little bit raw from Aguero fucking you so hard in the ass over the last. And I know, couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, I know I'm going to get
1: rid of him, and he's going to have hard fixtures coming up. He's going to have United away, Burnley at home, Chelsea away, Liverpool at home. Guarantee you, he gets oh yeah thirty nine points in those next four games, like a double digit haul on a couple of them. He's it's just inevitable, and I can't keep him from him. yeah. If I keep him, he'll definitely do nothing. Uh, City haven't looked good in the last few games. This is the thing. I've been watching the City games. They haven't looked good. They didn't look good against West Ham. They had a lot of shots. West Ham sat deep. But Aguero wasn't involved at all. he uh, missed the first 20 minutes of that where Aguero probably should
0: have already been on a brace. <laughs> uh, did I? Yes. I don't yeah, remember yeah. that. I think we recorded... Was it after or something? But I remember us chatting about it and I know the Guerrero should have scored in the first couple of, of minutes. In that the West match. Ham game? Oh. Yeah, the West Ham. And I mean, this week, by the sounds of it, like, as you already mentioned, I'm pretty sure you mentioned it, the penalty miss. Like, yeah. that's, you have to feel hard done by, I mean, I can claim Schadenfreude for... For a, a Treore coming on But in terms of your captain Missing a penalty Or not captain. your captain sorry It was actually quite a few people's captains I spoke to today Which is really? Even more empathy going out to All the fellow FPL players out there But I can empathise with Your captain Or fucking your striker Missing that What was that Eight points minimum
1: Like Yeah of, striker of a scores a goal you're usually on for bonus yeah uh, maybe a defender may get bonus as well so they're kind of if you're not missing a lot of chances there's good to, that's why Danny Ings gets you know nine points and stuff like that every time he scores really. and
0: it would be you know looking at back now the
1: winning goal most likely but you never it. know it could have opened the floodgates as well because uh, it would have been earlier in the game but who knows it was an odd game um, City looked good in that game but as I said Aguero he had a couple of chances. It was really the Spurs game over the last three that Aguero really should have scored a couple of goals. So, Yeah, no,
0: you, you mentioned that online and I, I do, I totally agree with you. Um, but there has been multiple chances and I said this week with the penalty probably sealed the deal for you. So
1: he's just out. Yeah, yeah, he's out. I mean, what's... uh? I'm just thinking now 23 points for... Um, Aubameyang over the last three versus my four so that's a 19 point difference you know I could be 19 points further ahead that would actually have me just behind the 50k mark probably I'm not sure what the live rank is showing me right now but it's another red arrow for me I was having a sinker a game week still going to be a bad one but my captain scoring and Trent getting a couple of assists has helped but they're so widely owned yeah. effective ownership wise it actually as they were going in, it was barely moving my rank from where I was last night. It was actually
0: more sickening that not just Trent and Salah delivering, but Trent, Salah, Robertson, Mane, all fucking piling some points there by the end, by the time yeah. we had finished. It was only going to make a difference if Van Dyke
1: scored or something like that. Even he if he did they hit kept, the bar. Yeah, he did hit the bar. And if they kept the clean sheet, it wouldn't have made much of a difference because they'd all be getting points. But I really needed something like, from him. And unless he scored down the last couple of minutes that I'm not aware of, we'll check the scores here in a few minutes, but not looking good. We will check the scores. Um, It is not looking good for you right
0: now, mm-hmm. but who it is looking good for is someone, Seamus, that we've become far more acquainted with in the last two weeks than ever. Bruno Fernandes mm-hmm. grabbed a goal this week. Uh, his first United goal from the penalty spot. United put Watford to the sword, 3-0. Is he now an option I feel like I'm
1: repeating myself but I'm too lazy to come up with a, a different way <laughs> no, of saying it no he is yeah absolutely I mean their fixtures right now aren't too great I, I wouldn't be put off getting him for Everton he's on penalties we know that now when they won the penalty I wasn't sure if he would get that um, would take it or not he actually won the penalty so he would you yeah. if, if Martial took it he would have had the assist he got the assist he set up Martial who had his shot saved and Martial scored a second one so I don't think he was awarded the assist for that and who scored their third goal? Mason Greenwood. He got the assist for that. Yeah. So he would have had... He kind of basically set up all three goals. Uh, but it only turned out to be one FPL assist, really. People are creaming themselves now. Yeah, well, he's definitely he's an He's up to 8.2. He's on the set pieces as well. Um, got an assist the week before for Harry Maguire's header. So, you know, definitely on the watch list. Um, definitely, if you have money in the bank, of getting rid of De Bruyne this week or Jack Grealish. And I'm not going to advocate getting rid of De Bruyne now. I will probably get rid of Aguero, but I just can't trust City. But you think for new nu- for, for Nuno, Bruno Fernandes
0: or for Nuno? I like yeah. that. What do you think of them? Cool Personally, I'd say right now I think he just strengthens Martial as an option. Yeah. Now, true. if you were to look at the pros and cons, I have Martial, so maybe I'm being a little bit biased here. But if you were to look at the pros and cons, Martial is cheaper. He is playing third forward out of position, and surely. As you witnessed this week, will benefit from Fernandez's creativity.
1: Absolutely. Then you know, we only benefit. The main benefit to Bruno Fernandez is his lower ownership. I mean, Obviously. if I had Martial, just keep him. There's no. That's just a sideways move. I think they'll both score well. They both have relatively
0: own, low ownership, but of course, Fernandez' transfer tra- January January transfer.
1: Yeah, he's going to be the new Yeah, the annoying thing about owning Martial, and I've had him this season. He's got me going and stuff like that, but um. Get, jumping on Give me a blowjob once <laughs> <laughs> Jumping on these uh, United have really Screwed me this season Their players Speaking um, of blowjobs <laughs> <laughs> Following on from blowjobs They uh, Yeah I've never really Been able to time it right With them I jump on Don't get any points Jump off Clean sheets come And uh, goals come And then I jump back on And they dry up And I got a goal As I said that one time for Martial I jumped off I didn't I didn't expect him To do well over These last three games You jumped and he off Martial Because he, you were Well carding though that's true. That's yeah. true. I would have. I would have probably kept him. I'm sure because he scored for me and he had some decent games coming up. But yeah. I was wild carding. Well,
0: I said it to you at the time, and again, maybe I'm take, cutting across you here, but like when we had a Martial Rashford kind of situation, you and Martial had Rashford, I genuinely thought Rash- or Martial was the better option. I said that my plan was to get Martial in eventually for Rashford because of his out of position. Uh, advantage and I just yeah no as I said that strengthens with Fernandez. I think that goal he scored
1: um that Martial scored At the chip over Foster yeah which was a beautiful goal like let's, yeah, let's, let's I, get that
0: straight first saw it and I thought you know what that's nearly my point this week not just is it he and my team but just seeing that level of confidence from a many other players just fucking almost a breath of fresh air this season but then when I watched a couple of replays I thought, Eh, you know what? Foster probably should have not been so so easy there. Uh, yeah, but it
1: was it was a lot everything to do with it. He the way he turns. Yeah.
0: Kind it of was caught him off guard, yeah, and then all yeah, of a sudden,
1: yeah. like Foster's retreating. He's like, Oh, I'm kind of in a bad spot here. But then just to dink it over him, like a, you dink it over is. him, and Foster just catches it simply. You look like but he idiot. dinks it near side as well, which is like Foster's thinking, I'm
0: he's sticking this yeah. like, top corner, he's swinging at it. But yeah, not. he just kind of dinks nah. it over his shoulder. He's a clever,
1: motherfucker yeah. Um, and he's been playing with a smile on his face there the last few games I've seen. Um, you saw when um Juan Bissaka got the assist, he was delighted for him. He yeah. just seems to be enjoying his football right now, and he's not always involved in the play, but. He can just come alive real quick, and he can just get one chance. And well, I'm a Marseille owner, as I said, and you know they have everything
0: this week. I'm more than happy for the blank. To I mean, you saw everything conceding three goals to Arsenal this week inside you, yeah. 45 47 fucking minutes, however long it was. And shocking at the back. Ancelotti said it after the match. Uh, attacking display great.
1: Defensively woeful. Both teams woeful. Well, maybe he shouldn't be fucking chopping and changing his defensive line every two fucking minutes. I'm not bringing in Keane and then dropping Holgate and all this shit. That's, not all, not going that's to give, on him Considering the record he has since they came in, considering even since just fucking
0: Silva left. Was he name Silva? It wasn't. It? Yeah, yeah. Since he left, their record just in it speaks for itself. The talent is there, but. Yeah, just shocking from both teams, though. You know, what I mean, yeah. even Arsenal. You you have your Aubameyang kind of praisers out there and worshippers going, "Oh look, Arsenal are kind of coming back from it." And they are. They're playing much better. But is playing on the left. Would you not be looking at in the necktie as you fucking said it earlier on, which is perfect because I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, necktie fucking scores again this week, second start in a row. He didn't score the previous week He hit hit the bar. bar He hit the bar Yeah sorry He didn't But he did hit the bar But I mean the previous week You had Laxette coming on With a fucking goal and assist And Pepe getting Something crazy Towards the end as well So this week Second start in a row Is he a fucking option Necktie? Um, necktie, yeah. Nah, there's better options up front. I don't know. I'm going to attempt it just for a bit of respect to the player. Eddie Nketiah is how I would say it. But N-Ketia. for the sake of the podcast, it's going to be Necktie for at least this episode. Yeah. I need well, to get used to commentators saying it. <laughs> then I can say it. I remember Aspilicueta, I was like, nah, well, fuck this guy. Yeah, it's...
1: um. I don't know I wasn't expecting that Everton Arsenal game to be so high scoring and so open I thought it would be kind of lower scoring but I mean the tone was set from the first minute when uh, Calvert-Loon got on the score sheet straight away what did you think of that the overhead kick I haven't seen any of the goals I haven't seen that game or fucker, you said it was just a Wolves game you didn't see Yeah, sorry, I forgot about that one, I forgot that was on yesterday as well.
0: uh, I, I mean, I'm not going to give you too much shit I, I, was just working, I was
1: working yesterday, I was working today I didn't have enough time to watch matches today too I'm afraid, just had the United game to go on a Sip a beer for the working man to you, Seamus yeah. and I'd uh, run into this morning before I started work And I've just come straight from work to here So it just hasn't had a chance to watch it yet Where do you think I just came from, Seamus? The pub? <laughs> I, <laughs> I wish that was true Yeah,
0: The feels Drinking a nagging of vodka Before I got to the house But uh, yeah You know you missed a game Basically Fucking Calvert-Lewin Kind of an overhead kick Like he fucking Was a crazy stretch anyway At the very least It wasn't your cliched uh, L2 shoot from FIFA <laughs> It was uh, a bit more of a stretch And it was a shout for high foot But yeah is he an option? I mean, I'm saying that all. That's going to be if... if we did cashers, the, man. Get that on a t-shirt. If this was the name is of the episode, option? it's is he an option? I think it's me, mainly me living and then on my the... FPL life vicariously through this podcast because I still have my fucking wildcard, chance. Fronted t-shirts.
1: Is he an option? Is he an option? Back a t-shirt from an FPL perspective. <laughs> there you <laughs> Hashtag go. Hashtag from an FPL perspective. Let's get those printed up. Yeah. Uh, He's definitely an option. He's been informed. See, this is what I'm looking at right now. It's With just, Everton's shitty run of fixtures, and just for the listeners,
0: Man United at home next, Chelsea away, Liverpool at home, Norwich away, Leicester
1: at home. So you've got United, Chelsea, Liverpool, Leicester in the next five. He's an option because he's, yeah, he's cheap, cheap as ships. So he's an option for that reason. I wouldn't be buying into him. This is the same reason I wasn't thinking uh, I'd buy him this week just gone. Whereas if I had him, I was like, look, it is Arsenal. Arsenal are prone to conceding goals, even though I did think it would be tight. I'd be like, i oh, just keep it. I thought him. it'd be a lot tighter than it was. Yeah, me too. I um, was like, that's going to be nil all. I remember when they played earlier in the season, it was nil all. and It was a very very uh, drab affair. Um, not a whole lot happened in it. I was like, this could be the same type of game again. Uh, not at all. Well, you had, uh, I think it was Tony Mowbray
0: doing the Match Today commentary. I feel like we should be fucking sponsored by Match Today so far. But uh, he doing the, the commentary this week, and all he was talking about was how this would not have been the same if Emery and Marco Silva were in charge. It was... Uh, it was quite embarrassing actually. So, yeah. I was like, Can "You fuck off, Malverde." Yeah. Well, is that what you remember the guy that used to manage West Brom? I could be saying that. I don't know. I feel like he could be a, a
1: commentator in Pro Evolution. From all I'm thinking about. Okay, uh, maybe. But uh, well, names aside, Trevor who, Baruka, he was the one. Who knows who these commentators' names are? I know the guys to hear, but I don't know names. Yeah. But going back to, to that, yeah, he's an option. I'd keep him. I don't know if I'd buy him coming into the fixtures, but the one, the one thing I got to keep coming back to. Fixtures for defenders, form for attackers. There's no point just getting attackers in sometimes just for their form or just for their fixtures. That's why I went with Aguero. He had been in great form, you know, the three game weeks before I got him, he had his something like 29 points. His fixtures weren't <laughs> great, but I was like, he's in form. Hasn't worked out for me. No. Calvert Loon's been banging goals, you know, um, but that he's kind kept of contradicts up his form. You said, you know? Yeah, but he's keeping up his form there. Yeah, I was on That's but that's what I'm saying. That's what I got to keep to. I can't just throw the baby out with the bat water now Aguero's mm. out of form so I gotta fucking chuck him but you know with a player of that quality that's what I'm saying he would probably score 39 points in these next three games if
0: your man hadn't been sent off in was it against Spurs that City lost a man? it was isn't it? Well, I've done uh, did City get a player sent off against Spurs isn't it? if I'm remembering correctly Spurs won because City got a player sent off and City were all over him before they lost that player Oh, I can't I'm, remember. That was what was that? I'll, I'll double, we'll fact check this as we're going along, but if memory serves me correctly, that's why it got subbed off. He didn't, didn't get subbed off against Spurs. Did he not get taken off in 60 minutes? No, Again this.
1: I'll double check all this but
0: Oh you could be right Yeah,
1: yeah what's his face uh, Zinchenko got sent off yeah, yeah, yes. You're asking me to go back Like so so long ago It's now, only a over. week and a half ago But
0: you're tired Seamus It's been a long day at work And I'm just freshening Because I don't know why I'm a little bit buzzing It could be the vodka I'm not too sure mm.
1: You are right Yeah he was taken off Even though they were losing the game That annoyed me at the time Yeah so, so. he's taken off Early against Spurs Which yep. as you said
0: Should have got his most points against In that 60 minute <laughs> appearance And missed a penalty Against Leicester on another fucking in a parallel universe, he's gotten points in those two matches, and he's not. You know, you wouldn't be thinking he's out of form. You're thinking, yeah, well, that's. But just he hasn't the Aguero. been
1: sharp, as I said. Watching that West Ham mm. game, now you said he had some early chances in that game. I have watched him a couple times where he could have taken the ball first time, with the ball coming into the box, and he takes a touch and he doesn't set it up correctly. He has to take a second touch. You're like, chance is gone, Aguero. What the fuck? You should have just hit that first time. Is he missing Sterling?
0: No, are are you missing shit? Sterling missing
1: Sterling because you seem crabby. <laughs> no, I'm definitely not missing Sterling. No, um. Sterling is uh, just a non-option at the moment Um, what they're missing they could be missing Sterling from the perspective of they've no one on the left the last two games I've watched they're forcing it down the right keeps going out to Maris in this game the game before that was Bernardo Silva against West Ham um they only On the left, the only person they have is Mendy, who's like terrified to get past these men now. He's not the Ben, the ben Mendy of last season. Um, he's just playing within himself, trying not to get injured. He gets the ball to give a bit of space, but then he just recycles it inside, and they try keep trying to go out right and come inside that way. Um, and against West Ham, both Jesus and Aguero were taking up kind of the same positions, and they were kind of getting in each other's way, and it was making it very narrow. And I just think it's very forced. So it Could be better now if uh, Sané comes back, but I think he's still a good bit away. And I don't know what the story... I didn't even know Sterling was injured, but apparently now he's not match fit. He could be back soon, but maybe it's Sané is on the
0: horizon, and I'm looking forward to it. I think we'll see a few matches before the end of the season. He's still a few, uh, you know, games away, but we're going to hit some double, you know, fixtures uh, before the season's over, and Hmm. Leroy Sané could yet again enter the hearts of FBL
1: managers, don't you think, Seamus? I'm going to stay away from City now I think it's apart from when they have double game weeks but there is a possibility they could have a double game week announced in game week 29 so I'm going to hold off making my transfers and I'm hoping it won't be announced because if it does it's going to convince me probably to hold on to Aguero for that as well but chances are then Aguero starts one of those two games Um, probably heavy rotation depending what happens if they go out of the Champions League to Real Madrid that could be a blessing Because then I want to keep them, Um, but if they stay in the competition, Champions League, then I I probably want to. Same with Liverpool. I'm kind of hoping Liverpool get knocked out of that. Well, not kind of hoping. I really, I I don't want them to win the fucking thing. They've won it (laughs) two years in a row. I don't want them happening three years in a row. So, oh no, they lost. Sorry, the final the year before. They've been in two finals consecutively, but I don't want them in the third final. Just get knocked out now. Do us all of all us FPL managers a favor. That'd be that'd be fine. I fully believe if Atletico Madrid uh, finish Liverpool off in the
0: second leg, that. Klopp is going to play his strongest team all the way to the finish of the season which as you said for an FBL manager is a dream come true because based on tonight's performance uh, yeah there's just so many fucking options in that team and we will go and have a look at that now I was just going to
1: ask will I pull up the
0: score and see how it finished? Do, do, do all right. and while you do I'm going to run some things by you Seamus who would you say is the most transferred in defender this week? Was transferred in defender. Yes. If you were to take a stab at it while you're looking that up. Wolves defender, maybe? Matt Daugherty? It is a Wolves defender. It is not Matt Daugherty. It's but, a man you are familiar with, Roman Sice. Roman Sice. Yes. Wow. Highest transferred
1: in defender this week. Interesting. Price. Yeah, I had him, what, a month ago? I had him like four game weeks ago. Got rid of him. Bolly came back. They've been keeping clean sheets. He Obviously, it wasn't immediately after I got rid of him he started keeping clean sheets. He had a tougher two, tough fixture or two, but... Yeah, he got an assist this week. That's probably something to do with it because people see that he's got like, what did he get? 10 or 11 points this week, possibly? Yeah, he did. He did.
0: Yeah. And yeah. he was uh I, I must admit, I thought of you instantly. I was <laughs> like, fuck, there you go. I mean, people have been talking about Sison. Uh, if you look at who'd returned this week, it was everyone but Bali. It I know. Was
1: ABB. And Bali had a goal ruled out in <laughs> game week 25. Uh, Bali we know can score goals but Roman Seiss's stats will show that he's getting lots of touches in the box and lots of attempts he even took a free kick in game week 25 as well at one stage which was a surprise so maybe it's not a surprise to see him like his assist was him putting the ball actually I didn't actually see it I don't know what I'm talking about yeah, <laughs> I, was, I, was, I, was, like, I didn't see that goal uh, did he put a ball back across the box or something maybe no, I saw a was highlight or
0: uh, that was in Donker's goal for Jota's second oh, okay. I actually would be just lying if I was to try to pretend to remember it uh, and I only saw it an
1: hour and a half ago but they're all orange yeah yeah. <laughs> Dr- drum roll for you okay for the Liverpool West Time game okay Ooh, we so- knew it was 3-2 with like 10 or 15 minutes left to go um, yeah I finished 3-2 okay uh, apparently Sadio Mane had a second goal ruled out
0: oh yes we saw it actually bef- yeah. just before we started recording we were seeing four twos floating around the place and that would have been a second Alexander or a third Alexander and assist if I'm correct looking at the bonus points as well not too shocking to see Trent on on three. Uh, I'm a bit more peeved to see Mane on one. Is that up to date there now? Yeah, that's well, it's the FPL, the official site, so as up to date as how, those monkeys could be better. How to do it. close is it? Is that likely to change? Well, we'll fucking know before we finish recording. But I'm gonna take it as it stands. So like I just refreshed the page. Yeah, but like, what I can't see there is like. what's Oh, the my page? apologies. It's 33 to Mane, 34 to Wynyardham, and 30. And forty two to Trent. Oh, so, so Trent's nailed on. Oh, Trent's 30. nailed on. Yeah. It, but the man a one pointer. Maybe it could change. But I, 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 think considering this, the shit I just gave them, You know, they actually are so much faster than they were five years ago in terms of the bonus points and the FBL not changing. You know, you can pretty much look at it nowadays, half an hour afterwards,
1: and be hundred percent sure yeah. that's the score. Well, do you want to know, learn the news? I've dropped out of the top hundred K. Oh. I kind of knew that was happening anyway. Yeah. So I, after. Well, when we recorded last week the game we had not finalised, and I had high hopes for Aguero as my captain in that game to do something but double two. Um, and Suck it! We I actually it. didn't record after that. No we hadn't. There was before. You have
0: no idea how nervous I was watching that match. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was
1: fucking shitting myself sitting there. And De Bruyne was the guy if I just, and I was thinking afterwards if I just went with De Bruyne can you imagine the difference that would make? You know that's a like, 12 point difference. Um, yeah unlucky but uh, yeah that dropped me down to 79k which is what I started with this week. And now I'm down to, it looks like after auto subs, 112 K big red arrow. I'm going to have like a game with rank somewhere in like five to 6 million. It was a sucky week for you. Yeah. I went from, and like tonight's game basically changed my rank by two K. I improved overnight by two K after the auto subs. So captain scoring a goal and Trent getting 10 points. This Effective ownership is too large. I'm not making any ground on it there. Yeah. 41 points is what I've finished on. Uh, yeah. I, I, I remains to be seen what the average is. Let me see. Does it say here? The average is going to come in at. 55. 45. Oh, yeah. 55 top 10K, 45. Uh,
0: everyone else. I only look at the fucking top chains. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, I'm definitely coming. That's the first time I've come in underneath the average in a long time now. We're probably talking. That's 10- not what your wife said. Hey, oh. <laughs> <laughs> 10 to 15 game weeks, I'd say, yeah. So that's uh, that's a bad result. But look, if I look at it, I'm only 112K. I'm happy to be in and around there. If that's after a bad game week, that's I think that's probably my going to be close to my worst game week rank of the season, I'd say. So
0: far, Seamus, so far.
1: It could, you could fall so much further. Yeah. You know? Thank, you. <laughs> Fingers Thank you for reminding crossed. me. Yeah, I, on the other you?
0: hand, I'm not looking too red in the face. I have a green arrow, a massive, big, fat... 20k green arrow that's good yeah I'm happy I'm fine like it's like basically I got 55 54 points and the average in the top 10k was 54.5 and outside was 46
1: yeah so that's a good 8 points above the average at least anyway
0: yeah so I'll take it whatever it's a green arrow keep the keep the train moving and the card in the the back pocket
1: is kind of yeah that's nice it's 13 more points on me and I what I can have like I look at my team this week and I knew it as soon as I set my team I was going to like saying I'm benching points here cuz I had nice fixtures across the board. Benched Stevens and I benched McCarthy. Um and it was sickening to see McCarthy get a bonus point. He made one save. Um yeah in a I game actually where fully they dominated. That, that
0: would be your I saw your tweet. I saw your goddamn tweet. And uh one
1: save yeah and a bonus point what the yeah, fuck he, first save he made in the game was after the first shot that Aston Villa had never mind on target but the first shot they had that uh, it so happened to be on target was about like 67 minutes he saved it oh now he's on for one bonus point even though they've had a ton of shots um, and then they scored a second goal later on I thought I held out some hope that might take him off the yeah. bonus but not made no difference um, and it was like seeing Danny Ings get no points was very disappointing did you watch the Southampton Villa match? No, no, I was working, I was working um, You missed all the football, so you yeah. bollocks no. yeah, I'm <laughs> Just talking. the Wolves fucking, whatever match they were playing yeah. Oh no, hang on, was that Saturday, was it? That no, was I, I didn't see that game I don't know what game I was watching But, um, yeah, I didn't see that game I saw the highlights Reyna had an absolute fucking shocker
0: <laughs> I saw, absolute yeah, yeah a yeah. shocker yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I was, man, I was over the moon with that one point I mean, it's just such, it's the little things I was nearly part of the intro for this week's episode sometimes it's about little things and I mean I mentioned the fact that a three day game week I have a newfound appreciation for being able to start the game week on a Saturday morning and have it all wrapped up and done with by the Monday yeah. because the winter break was hellish pile of shit it was a pile of shit and uh, I feel like that could be around to stay for a while I'm not too devastated by it whatever if it
1: uh, if at it's least it's a year away before we have to deal with it again <laughs> that is very 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 true but well, we have an international break coming up in a few weeks Yes, our last one of the season. We do, yeah. but I mean to be
0: honest, with you, the sec the schedule is going to absolute shit from here on. After this game, even from fucking Gaming twenty eight, we got blanks, possible double for twenty nine blanks and thirty one possible doubles in, God knows where. There's so many twists and turns left in the season.
1: Yeah, so you must be happy that you got your wild card to pull back out. That's the thing,
0: and that's kind of why I hinted at in the last episode. I was, I was one. I was just wondering. I was like, wish. Liverpool progressing in the FA Cup further than we thought they would, you know. All of a sudden, is the wildcard card a better option? Do you know like what's going on? Like where where are you lying right now? You're pretty down in the dumps. I know
1: it. Uh no, I mean like I haven't been focusing on FPL too much this uh, weekend at all. As I said, with work yesterday and uh, today, you know, <laughs> just it's so much so that we
0: don't have a drunk tank this just week. Just to
1: turn it off. Yeah, we don't have a drunk tank because we never put out the questions, did we? So, no. yeah, I'll take uh, I'll take the hit now. that one. That was my fault. I usually send that out, but uh completely forgot. I completely was more blanked. than
0: happy to dedicate a bit of time to some of the competitions that we're in. And uh, I'm probably catching you off guard here right now, Seamus, but I'm going to do it again. Yeah. Uh, you are in the Girls' Cup. You mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Now, how was this week? fared for you
1: so I have had what 41 points Um, going into yesterday's Man United or yesterday's Man United game or yesterday's games he had Martial to play and that was the only difference between our teams I was two points ahead to not just I have Martial but your fucking cup opponent had Martial yeah my cup opponent had Martial and it was basically if he gets two points we tie because all our remaining players were the same Um, Traore Jimenez Trent I think he even had Van Dijk um, Salah captain all the same players, basically. So I was like, okay, the template
0: well, that you set, by the way, that you created in FBL, I <laughs> yeah, play, you created, you. It with your Walker. Yeah,
1: they call you Shame as the trendsetter. Yeah, and you fully lived up your name with that. Fuck, I didn't realize I had such a such a big following and I was setting such an example. But uh, you're yeah. so modest. Following my so example, modest, you see? I say don't, because because uh, <laughs> <laughs> you would have ended up with fuck all points this week. So yeah, we had a very similar teams. So I kind of basically was waiting for. Um, Martial to do hopefully nothing that week and United to lose a clean sheet. Now even if he didn't score, they would have kept the clean sheet, he would have got three points. So that's me out of the uh the the cup. You're uh, devastated. Deva. Ah uh, look, if you're gonna go out go a bad Gingin week. Is, I can't say anything. If, if, well. if I actually won with a terrible game week score of like forty one, then you know, I would be a bit I would kind feel myself very lucky. So I I've had a bad week. Congrats to uh Ginger Ninja. Uh, for progressing in the other final I have no idea who's a semi-final I don't know who's going through here it's uh, Red Rum FPL Red Rum and FPL Rossi uh, in a you know tightly contested fixture but Either I don't know way, we'll he, find that out soon
0: we will There's but there's only one competition that people are interested in right now and that's the FPL Hangover Podcast Mini League Seamus
1: okay I'm speaking very
0: quietly I don't know why. I just yeah. realised I might be too far away from the I know mic. I why. Why? It's the vodka over there. That it thinking. is. The vodka <laughs> is definitely one of the reasons. Not too much though, but sip a beer to all the working men out there. You've lost the ability to control the loudness the of your voice. modality of yeah. my voice. Yeah. Either way, FBL Hangover Podcast Mini League, you might be surprised to find out who's at number one. I don't think I
1: am. No one is,
0: because it's Luke Burchess still at number one, fucking smashing it. Sixty-four points this week, minus four, still a sixty-pointer.
1: Yeah, in this fucking week. Yeah, when the average is fifty-four, that's ten points. You oh, take no, the, the average ten K score is fifty-four points. Yeah, I'm looking down here and second place. Who's that? Christian Assad. Christian Arstad. Well, oh, yes. <laughs> Your the favorite guy player. I was laughing at like a motherfucker. Can't I apologize to him. Yeah, probably the second out. You, uh, you can't mock him yeah. just because his name has arse in it. Um, yeah, but he is still 60 points behind Luke Burgess there. Luke Burgess, 1,723 points. He's absolutely smashing it. Um, but, Seamus, I think you're forgetting something. Christian Arstad isn't just anybody. This week, Seamus, Christian Arstad is. Manager of the week, yeah, it looks like he's got the highest points this week. Um, 74 points is a crazy high score in such a low scoring weeks. Uh, I've seen a 71 there, um, yeah, so but not a 74. Scores. Not a 74. There's some good scores in our top 10k, um, our top 10, I should say. Top 10k, yeah. Jesus, that'd be some fucking mini league. I'm it? not seeing, yeah, everyone in our top seven or eight there that I'm looking at has got over 57 points. That's the lowest score I see. So, I'll,
0: I'll confess something to you last week, Seamus.
1: And I don't want to take anything away from
0: Luke just still sitting at number one, Christian Ayers at number two. We've seen David Sexy Sexton, three, Connor Kelly, Conk420 himself. It's number four. And Chicken Caesar Salad at number five, Anthony Clark. It's been that five for quite a bit, but like you've seen, as we mentioned there, Clark pushing up. Sexton's been there. They've all been in that top ten, having smashing seasons. Don't remember where I was going with this. <laughs>
1: at all you had a point here someone. it has been all change in the top uh, 10 there it's been moving up and down they've been swapping positions Dave Sexton was top for quite quite a while but Luke Burgess I don't know I think he's uh, rocketed up to the top since about November and he's been just pulling away more than anything else since he's been there Paul Galloway in 6 Carl Byrne these are all guys that have gotten to the top 2 or 3 he's following your FPL advice Jameis pull away not out Yeah, isn't that what they say yeah so uh, well, can we check see what rank he's overall is right now
0: no we okay, we'll we just gonna. assume
1: it's in like the top hundred. He's in the top hundred, sir. We have someone in the top hundred, probably. Yeah, forgets what leagues he joined. Yeah, he yeah. just
0: comes around to collect all these prizes. Yeah. Uh, well, you fucking merc. No, <laughs> you know,
1: play, Luke. Um, hope, uh, yeah, yeah. I hope he has a. Uh, he finishes like in a triple-digit score. Imagine that. Oh, I'd love it. Yeah. It'd be absolutely
0: fantastic, and uh, a badge of honor for him, but more so for this podcast. Yeah, you I could mean, join. Uh, you could join the club that I'm. That part you're type. in? What's, what club is that, Seamus? I know you want to say Triple-digit score. Triple-digit score. I'm definitely not a part of it. I don't top, even know if being I've ever been. inside the top one thousands. Yeah, that's a, that's a rarity. Maybe not going to happen in... this season. No, it is not going to happen. Yeah. Especially not after this clang of a week you've just had.
1: Yeah, but look, come here. I'm, I think I'm nicely set up. But, I mean, I thought I was nicely set up for this game week. Game week 26. And that all went to pot. I had nice fixtures across the board. So, you know what happens after that? No. following game week... When everyone's playing away from home, you have a monster score, so that's obviously yeah. what's going to happen this week.
0: But unfortunately, the following game week, there's such a, like you mentioned, and it's something I wanted to bring up in this this uh, episode as well, small pool of players. That Tiny was, pool uh, of yeah.
1: uh, players to choose from. Here. Four
0: words that have echoed in my head since uh, you've been talking about it during the week,
1: and yeah, it was something I wanted to mention on it. Uh, that's even smaller this week. With Game Week 28. Exactly. I mean, Aubameyang, who's been in great form recently, can't have him in your team. If you have him now, you got to go, do I sell him? Do I keep him for Game Week 29 when yeah. he's a nice fixture against West Ham? Like, genuinely
0: happy that that's not my... That it's not. I've already decided I probably will take minus four this week. Like I won't get 11 players yeah. as it is. So, with Aubameyang still in my team, I just... I would want to cry.
1: Yeah, I think I have to go for Vardy um, for my... Because I want to get hanging in in game week 29 against West Ham at home. But then you consider, like, if I'm getting rid of uh, Aguero, it's not only that Leicester play playing Norwich this week, the game week 29 fixture is against Aston Villa, who are awful. I mean, you saw how much they were dominated by Southampton. Yeah, it's kind of the
0: exception that proves your rule, what you're talking about in terms of, you know, form for strikers, uh, fixtures for defenders. And Leicester haven't been on a great run of form at all mm. but their fixtures are so fucking nice over the next five that you're thinking
1: yeah and Vardy has looked a bit sharper he should have scored against Man City he was unlucky to hit the post yeah very um, unlucky yeah and like that's that's the way he is He's just, that would have been a big fucking difference between you and me yeah, Like away but, you already pulled away 13 points you don't need any more. that's just
0: this week last week was another 10 yes yeah, the yeah. gap is ever tightening yeah
1: uh, which is the way we want it to be fair I mean we don't want to I would hate to be I'm glad one of us is doing good in a week where the other is doing shit. Yeah. what sort of podcast would this be if we were both doing crap? We just look like idiots. I'm worried <laughs> <laughs> Not that we don't. <laughs>
0: Not that we don't, exactly. But uh, I think that's enough dwelling on Game Me 27. And yeah. we've looked a bit ahead to Game Me 28. But let's look a little bit closer, Seamus, with this week's
1: Bowls to the Wall. Starting with last week's Balls of the Walls, sure, and of course, where else to start but the Hot Shots. And you at first pick, can you recall who you went for?
0: Do I ever recall anything? Hot no. Shots. Was I had I first pick, so looking at
1: it, I'm going to guess I went with Salah. Yep, yeah, you went with Salah, who you captained. Um, And your second pick was Jimenez, who got five points okay. after getting his yellow cards. So, so double delivery. That? Yeah, 12 points for you. Okay, that's not too bad. Um, but is is definitely better than what I got. My pick was Mane, who got eight points. Uh, but my second pick was Ings. And as I alluded to earlier, Ings with his blank was disappointing, came off early too. He could have had a goal. He should have almost had an assist as well for Gineppo. He kind of played Gineppo through, who should have really scored. Gineppo looked lively for uh, Southampton, but alas to no avail. So uh, Mane and Ings scored 10 points between them. You got 12 from your Salah and Jimenez, so... Congrats, sure. Another hot shots in your favour. I will take it. Yeah, but Poc Fadas, I was a bit more successful on, and this is where I've been behind you uh, for a lot of this season, so I've, I think I've got a couple in a row now. Jay Rodriguez, if you recall, that was my uh, my penalty. Actually, I, I lie, I didn't get a couple in a row, because last week I got, went with Martinelli, who didn't even play. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I went with Jay Rodriguez, who got the goal uh, from the penalty spot, was go- on for a couple of bonus, but seemed to fall out of the bonus at the end. But still, his six points was better than your James Ward-Prowse. Well, I feel like I got unjustly
0: fucked over there. Yeah, he played right back. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, for fuck's sake. And uh, I believe there was another person taking corner. There's my English.
1: <laughs> oh, was there? He yeah, wasn't even on the set pieces? No, no. They started that new guy. Oh, I can't think of his name. It's like, it's not Armstrong. It's it like, Armstrong. no, but Armstrong is starting anyway, oh. and Armstrong did score. But it's like, poor neck or something like that or poor body or something like that it's a combination of words like I'll, I'll, I'll look it up in a while but he started in central midfield young lad I think he was just past his like 18th birthday or something like that um, played quite well by all accounts and he took his position while James ward was set back there and he was charged with marking Zaha who were they playing? no they weren't playing no they were playing Villa he was mar- yeah he was marking Jack Grealish that's yeah. who he was marking so yeah bit um, of a handful yeah bit of a handful and he was very quiet so he, he had an assist, but it was miles outside for your man, Samata, who I will say looks pretty good for Aston Villa. Yeah. I've been impressed any time I've been watching him, like two or three games now, not just once or twice, but he's, he, he looks, looks like he can side, finish. He looks a damn sight more energetic than Wesley did up there. He looks better than Wesley. And in actual fact, he has, um, I don't know, why. I, I think maybe Wesley was more expensive. Like, I'm not 100%, but certainly he had more goals in the Belgian League last year so than, there we go was it the Belgian League he was in or I, so? I would be lying if I pretended to know yeah uh Breen Green- Sheets yeah. you've won boom first win in a while and uh you stuck with you know the Burnley pick we both did pretty well back in Burnley this week you went to the goalkeeper Nick Pope nine points the holy father himself yeah two mm. bonus which is kind of annoying especially considering how much how likely they were they could the ball in the back and net twice Bournemouth yeah and uh yeah, but uh, ruled out both times by VAR, and he did make a few good saves, so he actually did play well. Got the bonus, a uh, two bonus. Uh, my pick was Bali. Yes. probably could have picked any other Wolves defender. <laughs> Would have got more, but uh, yeah, six points for him, no bonus. So that gives you the win. We both did well with our picks this week. So I'll take the W. I'll yeah. take the W. But that brings us on to our picks for
0: game week twenty eight.
1: Yeah, limited games to choose from this week. I've gone for first pick, and uh, yeah, I've gone for. I'm back in Liverpool. And it was like, who do I want back? And I decided I'm going to back the away player, the away form player, okay. which is uh, Roberto Firmino, Bobby Firmino up front, um, over the likes of Manny and Salah, just because there could be some rotation there. I mean, it could be a bad pick now. He'll end up being rotated or something himself. But uh, I'm going to back Firmino away this week to Watford. Yeah, well, I mean,
0: I think... We're probably a little bit sick of going Mane, Salah, Mane, Salah every week. There's a bit of that, yeah. There's a bit of that. In it. And I think Firmino should have scored tonight. And uh, was he's on a good run of form. So, solid pick, man. That leaves me with picks two and three. And again, I'm not entirely sure I picked. I know who I picked for one of them. Smallbone. Smallbone. That's Does the guy. Name?
1: Yeah, that's the guy who I couldn't think of. Oh, that's a good name. Smallbone. So, he's like Armstrong's... Buddy. Yeah, Armstrong and Smallbone Take over the
0: FBL league But getting back to our Hot shots Seamus, my pick, my second pick You'll have to point it out to me You oh, never yes. mentioned your first pick I didn't mention my first pick Well, I, I, I interrupted you I remember that Jimenez Which is one of my two picks Was in there But my second pick And I would like to say I did pick this before he got his second assist tonight and that was Trent Alexander-Arnold. He did, yeah. He didn't assist already, but he just looked so good, didn't he? He just looked so good, yeah. It's just, uh, even his he's assist for the first goal, didn't really look up much. He just knows the kind of ball that needs to be put in there. Mm-hmm. He just got it in his fucking head. He took a couple of cracking shots as well, to, uh, you know, in this match. Yeah, I think, fuck it. He's fast becoming the first defender in a long while making me consider captain of them. Yeah, I mean, Marcus Alonso pushed him close maybe a couple of seasons ago, but I never had the balls. Yeah. You went with Duffy last year for the, the double, double Brighton fixture. Yeah. Completely understandable, but I didn't have the balls. And uh, yeah, I think right now with his assist record, with the fact that their press is so high that he's almost pressing the exact same as any other midfielder is, then yeah, he's a captain. He's
1: a winger, dude. He's just He's a winger who gets... Clean sheets. Yeah. I've heard people saying that and I think that's the best way to put it. He's just so far advanced. He can cross from really deep as well. So even if he doesn't get that far up, he's on all the set pieces um, the only times he doesn't really take him is if he rolled something for Robertson, maybe. They do that kind of rolling set piece Do-do-do-do-do. sometimes. Do-do-do. And we've seen that work for Jesse
0: Lingard in the past. You know, yeah. picking up several assists. Yeah, but, uh, And Ashley Young. He was a, an awful
1: fucker for He was for guy for that.
0: But, uh, so yeah.
1: Trent and uh, Jimenez. Jimenez. Who's your
0: fourth pick, Seamus?
1: Yeah, uh, my uh, well, my second pick. Uh, pick number four. Vardy. Home to Norwich. Nar- Our way to Norwich. Um, and I think... Uh, he's too good a player to go the rest of the season without scoring he's going to score sooner or later Um, Norwich have improved defensively but they did still have a couple of injuries uh, this week Uh, I think Steeperman is out again uh, and stuff like that so yeah Faraday I think possibly could uh, could get amongst the goals yeah very possible do a goal Leicester looked uh, finally do his baby
0: celebration yeah, it's a, he's dying for it. Did you see him his baby celebration this week? Well, pregnant celebration this week. No. He put the ball under his jersey. Oh, uh, his wife's pregnant? Yeah, his wife is preggers. Um. And uh, yeah, uh, that was his little celebration. And it did make me think, uh, Verdi must be sickened that he hasn't <laughs> scored since he fucking, since he uh, gave birth, well, since they gave birth, I suppose. And uh, yeah, it's going to come, and I don't see why Norwich isn't a
1: good Option. You obviously think that Leicester are good this week because your first pick, your puck fada who you first pick, is a Leicester player too. Yeah, Harvey Barnes. Um,
0: as you kind of mentioned, I think Leicester looked much improved against City. A shite goal to concede, but much improved performance and I'm hoping they can carry that on into the Norwich game. Harvey Barnes, someone I've had already this season. Not a stranger to him. I think he's a great outlet for Leicester, a great attacking option, mm. and yeah, he's been on a decent enough run of form for his price. I'm looking at what do I do with the likes of Dale Stevens, a Jack Grealish. You know, I need to find. Do you a, have Dale Stevens? I've Dale fucking Stevens. Dale. Fucking he was a player Stevens.
1: that was a staple in my team seasons past. Last season, I think, and yeah, he that's was. the question. Harvey Barnes is a great. Swap from Jack Reedish You're around the same price, but he's slightly cheaper. Yeah, so for those maybe put off by Traore and the yeah. whole Matt Doherty conundrum,
0: who are you looking at this week? Well, right now, Harvey Barnes is kind of is tickling my fancy.
1: He only came on at halftime against City. Do you put that down to tactics from Brendan Rodgers playing with two up front, or are you worried that um he's Position could be under threat because Perez didn't start either. No, I
0: think it was very much a, t- a tactical kind of decision. Um, also, gives him a bit of an rest, which isn't uh, a bad thing. Mm. But no, I do. I put it down to tactical quite a bit. And now, don't get me wrong, he's in a position where between the Mary Grey and Perez, the wide positions, there's options there. Which Mary you know.
1: Grey is so far behind uh, Perez and uh, Barnes at this stage that so I wouldn't even be worried about that. You'd have I would to- just be worried about the change of position, but they're not going to play three centre backs and two wing backs against Norwich surely no I wouldn't imagine so and that's why I think yeah Harry Barnes is my puck father for this week but Seamus you well my puck father is somebody who's 0.3% owned uh, he is you know part of a dynamic duo with uh, poor body Luke's yeah Luke poor small bone is it small bone <laughs> not
0: poor body yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad one either If yeah. you had like Stuart Armstrong John Poor buddy, And Luke What did you call him Stormbone Smallbone Smallbone I'm going
1: to have to double check this Yes Smallbone <laughs> Smallbone yeah. fantastic, fantastic name So uh, his buddy But I've gone for Armstrong Yeah And uh, he scored this week On the breakaway Last minute of the game Because Pepperini went walkabout Trying to score a corner Well what? I don't blame him for that It was the not
0: running back That kind of irritated me a little bit The dude's like 37 years He's older than me yeah. I like I the beard as I knew. well but um, he had such
1: a shit game, I was maybe hoping he'd want to try and redeem himself. I think he made a couple of good saves, didn't he? But he then came rushing out of his box a couple of times. and I thought he was shocking. I mean, I know he's only played three or four games, but this was by far and above his worst performance in a Villa jersey. I still think he made something like seven saves, though. Yeah. But
0: yeah. they could have
1: been all basic saves, I don't know. But Armstrong scored, and it's somebody who uh, has, he scored like three goals in his last, I can't remember if it five or six games. And his point. arms are very flexible
0: yeah yeah which but, is the main thing what you want from a football player
1: yeah well i'd expect him to have bigger arms like i'd expect him to be like Traore arms if he was playing <laughs> but um yeah he he scored a goal was into an empty net but uh he has scored recently as well and he's been playing really well and with redmond out of the team at the moment you know his position seems to be more secure zero
0: point, zero point three percent like what more of a portfolio can you look for yeah
1: and they've got great fixtures coming up so he's he's not a bad shout and i'm, I'm gonna back him this week um He's not the sort of guy who gets multiple goals, multiple game weeks in a row. So maybe it won't happen this week, but they are against West Ham who are conceding three goals a game it seems yeah. regularly
0: fair enough fair enough and that brings us to our last section Seamus the Breen Sheets the Gary Breen Sheets
1: yeah you won last week so your first pick
0: and my first pick this week you're, you're deliberately hiding it from yeah, me because we only picked this a while ago you surely remember Seamus I genuinely do not remember And I have the best name in English football Willie Bally. no small ball <laughs> no it is Willie Yeah, I've gone with Wolves I know it's a bit of a weird one there are some nice options this week Chris a uh, way to Brighton I mean I don't know. But between Crystal Palace and, Bass and Brighton, you know one of them is keeping a fucking clean sheet this week. Newcastle Burnley, one of them's keeping a clean sheet this week. Do You know that kind of way. Yeah. I can see these coming. I said fuck all that. I think based on what you mentioned earlier, Spurs no strikers
1: looking pretty fucking toothless at the moment. Mourinho came out this week and said they were their players, they'd no strikers and their players are tired. He actually came out and said did, they're tired yeah. and they are tired. You can see it. They don't have players that can not only do they not have a central striker to play with. They haven't got players to really play with pace at the moment because Son is gone. He's a player with pace. Moura's got pace. Rested Delhi Alley this week. Again, I assume that's because players are tired.
0: I think it's a bit more Delhi Alli, Alli's form. Not so great. Maybe. Uh, that's what
1: I assumed at the start. But when he said players were tired, I was like, well, maybe Delhi Alli's just knackered.
0: Very possible,
1: especially with considering how hard
0: Pochettino ran him into the ground. Yeah, and Champions League back now as well. Champions League is back, but either way... I reckon, as you said, three, see- uh, three clean sheets on a row for Wolves. Yeah, I'm going Willy Bolly. I think they keep Spurs out this week and Wolves win 15-0.
1: Yeah, I, um, I'm considering getting in Willy Bolly or a a, Spur, uh, a Wolves midfielder or defender this week. Which is it? <laughs> you know, I have a Wolves midfielder, but I'm thinking, you know, maybe I'll make moves for Doherty. Maybe I'll, Sice. Sice, maybe I'll get Saiz. Maybe I'll get Bali. But Bolly's the most likely one. I like, uh, like Bolly. And... What I've gone for is, as you said, there's a few fixtures there. All the best, all the fixtures you kind of want are away from home. And I was thinking of backing Brighton. And uh, actually, no, I did back Brighton in the end. Yeah. Uh, They're at home to Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace don't look like they've got many goals in them at all. Got an important win this week. This one kind of looks like. Nil all, nil, nil all over nil, yeah. it or maybe a 1-0 Brighton actually I think it's going to be 1-0 Brighton um, I'd go 1-0 Crystal Palace, but uh, <laughs> it could be one of their I think Matt Ryan gets his first clean sheet in quite a while in this game and to keep writing in the hunt for survival um, I think they'll get a big win this week I think they'll yeah. be geared up for it so I'm back in and I should put Ryan.
0: him in contention for a spot uh, in Australia's squad for Euros maybe oh, whoops
1: yeah, this isn't the Eurovision <laughs> where you can have fucking like, in Australia in the like seven minutes this is actually
0: proper Euros my apologies I should probably know that but I guess we can wrap it up there Seamus it's been a enjoyable episode and anyone would like to reach out to us next week the drunk tank should return you can get us on fplhangover at gmail.com for an email you can also reach us on twitter at fplhangover Seamus you're on twitter
1: yeah I'm on twitter at fpldrunk I'm sure I'll be tweeting. I'm usually more active tweeting before a game week starts, which starts this week on Friday. Friday night game, Narch versus Leicester. Do not miss it. Uh, this is your reminder. I'll be on Twitter fri- Friday. You can get me on there if you have any questions. Oh. Specifically Friday between five and seven. Yeah, well, Friday's my day off now, so <laughs> I actually have a lot of time to to waste on Friday. Do and don't let the blanks get you
0: down. Enjoy game week twenty eight. May your eyes be green. God bless.